This podcast was recorded on March 23rd, 2017. And now, two guys that are easily distracted by shiny objects. It's Barry and Dave, the Stupid About Cars podcast. Hey, Davey. Hey, Barry. What's happening, buddy? Oh, you know, living my dream. Are you? My dream. Not, yeah, what's a, it? not the dream, my dream. It's not that good of a dream, Dave. Uh, well, wow. <laughs> you got a dream <laughs> big, buddy. Really? I look pretty, like... I'm bugging you. you know, thanks. That, that hurts, Bear. My I dream... I'm bugging you. Come on. Reality's reality, right? You got to live reality's in it. Reality's reality. I don't want to live in reality, though. No? No, Who no. Does? I want to have wings. You do? Who doesn't? Oh, I don't, I don't like heights, man. I was like, get those wings off me. Well, I've never, could, could I'm never. Like, I'd, I'd be like the bird that doesn't fly. I'd be an ostrich. <laughs> an ostrich with, <laughs> yeah. with your head stuck in the sand. Exactly. And I you know go. ostriches don't stick their head in the sand. They don't? No, apparently not. Who does? Ante- I, anteaters would make People make that sense. you call ostriches. They don't. They do. People that you call ostriches must. Stick their head in the sand. Yeah. yeah. But... You know, why don't you what? stick your head in the sand like an ostrich? Nah, 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 There's nah, a few nah. birds that don't fly, though, isn't there? There's more than the ostrich. Penguins, well, penguins, penguins don't fly. They no. fly underwater. They they rip underwater. They rip underwater. I guess that's kind of flying. Yeah. Like, I can't fly underwater. So you could be a penguin. Maybe. I don't like the cold, though. No, but you do wear a tux occasionally. You'd be, like, full-time tuxed up. Tuxed up? Oh, I don't like tuxes, though. That's, like, a part of it that I don't like wearing. But you wouldn't be wearing a tux. It'd be You'd on be me? naturally tuxed out. Yeah, that could happen. It'd be, like, that's a cool tattoo. I can talk to Steve. A full tattoo tux. A full tux tattoo. And you can just like show up at all the occasions but Absolutely butt, butt, butt naked. naked. Here I am. But I'm wearing a tux. Yeah. You could never change your... I wouldn't tuck... I would, wouldn't tattoo the bow tie because I want to be able to oh, change So you could change bow tie. Yeah, yeah it makes sense, right? Yeah. Friday bow tie, mm-hmm. Saturday bow tie, Sunday bow tie. Would yeah. you use the same Sunday bow tie every Sunday? I don't know. What would happen in the world if you use the Sunday bow tie on Tuesday? Well, my kids do it all the time because they have socks. Your kids socks. wear the Sunday dye on Tuesday? No, no. They have socks that say Monday, Tuesday, and they, they mix them up. <laughs> they, don't, they don't wear them on the right days. I don't know where to go with this. I don't know either, but my kids do it. <laughs> That's awesome. They're still walking, so it can't be... like it can't be that bad. Yeah. No, I don't think there's like the actual, you're wearing the wrong... Like person that's gonna like smack you down. No doubt, that's hilarious. My wife might. Mm, you never know. Who knows? Poop happens, right? Yeah. Poop definitely happens. Barry, guess what it's not doing right now? Um, unicorning. It's not unicorning. No, it is sweet. We're, it is not raining. You you you're not supposed to say it. I did say it though. But you you weren't. We're supposed to share the experience. I know because we figured that we I made wouldn't a make new it rule that know. you know wouldn't be a jinx if I know. But so I, you know now it's gonna rain. I know. I did that though. You bastard. I know, but maybe it just rains for a little bit. That's what it's supposed to do. Yeah. That's what But I it's hear. not snowing. Oh, it's, it's not snowing. It's snow. No, it was snowing this morning up in uh, Whistler. Just a just a teensy weensy little It's bit. cold enough. The snow lines definitely come down. Um not bad. Yeah, not bad. I mean, I, you know, by the time I left the house there about 8 or so it was uh, it was actually like plus 1. So. I actually didn't have frost on my window, so it couldn't have been that cold. Hmm, weird. weird. My buddy uh my buddy back in Ontario was telling me uh, Roger uh, my bro, he uh, on on I think it was Sunday, was plus thirteen. <laughs> Monday, <laughs> minus thirteen. Yeah, there's something going on with that. What weather. the hell, man? 
That's up and down, man. That's crazy. That's some of that That's climate change. Climate change. When they said climate change, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to clean over a long period of time. Yeah. It's like day-to-day climate day-to-day change. Day-to-day climate change. Is yeah, that what they're meaning? Yeah, no doubt. I think so. Maybe that's what That's they're just actually a meaning. cover for DARPA or HARPO or whatever that program is. No, I'm not sure. You're yeah, those EPA there. bastards are screwing it oh, all let's up. Let's not talk about the EPA right now. <laughs> they, got a new, they, got, they got a new boss. And apparently some yep. employees are like... They're like going on to news agencies. I don't like my boss. Is that a good idea to do that? Well, th- not if you I mean, want your job, like, that's, right? That's the era of the Trumpster. I mean, that's just what people do now. Yeah, they complain. Yeah, well, they they vocalize it and like they're gonna make a difference. I mean, like all the people like I might <laughs> vote. We're, we're of way past on, that now. Like we well, don't make like, a difference if we vocalize it now. Like doesn't matter what you do, you can protest anything. Yeah, it's yeah, not gonna matter yeah. anymore. We're if, at that day and age. Pretty much, I think so. It's just yeah. like whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen. Yeah, right. Whether it's the the Illuminati, we the have no power. People. Who knows what it but is? We can help you with your order. car. We can. We can That's one thing we can with. guarantee. I guarantee, yes. That we, we can, can almost guarantee. That help you. And you know what we can help people with with their car right now? What's that? We can help people with their check engine light. Oh, check engine lights. Yeah, the check engine light. They can be a scary thing to some people, Barry. They see that light flash on and they just freak out. Yeah, no, absolutely. It does happen. But uh, we've got the top 10 reasons... Top why 10. your check engine light would come on? Do and I get to guess as them? a mechanic, you uh, you know you can go ahead and, and try to and guess start them. Guessing. I, gas cap has got to be close up there. Um, right? gas cap, no. Evap, evap, gas cap, um, evap code. Yes. Yeah, it's all part of the gas cap. Yep. I gotta say, misfires got to be up there. Um, like if your why? check engine light is blinking at you, that means your engine is not running on all cylinders. Right. So that's a big one. Yeah. Um, Subaru, we got Knox's. Knox, they usually throw a code for a Knox on a Subaru. I don't know if that's going to be on that list. Well, sort of. Thermostats, when it gets cold, you get a a Volkswagen. Yep. They always come on. Yep. Um, As soon as the weather changes. What else is there? I don't know. Can you? What else you got there? Yep. No replace fuel. Tighten or replace fuel cap. Well, number ten. Yeah. um, Would be uh, replace the evaporator emissions purge solenoid. That's a tough. I got one of those today, actually. Right, um, you know, and that was last year. It was in the fifteenth spot. Just I would to let say you know, it's moved up in the world of check engine light. Uh, that would be more of a domestic situation. Though. Yes, not an import situation. But the average cost to replace uh, the purge valve, you're about one hundred and eighty-four sixty-six. No, oh, that's the average of. Yeah, yeah that's a boat. And I'm it close. counted counted for two point two seven percent of all repairs last year. I can see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine was replace the evaporative emissions purge control valve. Yeah, that's the second one. It, it's <laughs> almost the exact same thing, but it, it is a little bit yeah. different. Well, there's a, yeah. Yeah, definitely. the cost for that one is less, luckily. It's just a little solenoid. It's 168.11 and counted for 2.83% of all repairs. Yeah, yeah. If that really matters. Oxygen sensor's got to be on there. Mass uh, airflow. The next one, well, you'd think, yeah. Next one, replace spark plug wires and spark plugs. Well, that's a misfire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's when you when your light is blinking. That is a misfire. <laughs> that's when you need to go to the shop and get your car looked. Yeah, at. yeah. If absolutely. it's just a solid light and the car runs the same and drives the same, yep. it's probably most likely an evap stuff. Yep. Which is just strictly emissions, so it won't affect the way the car runs to a point. To a point, yeah. Unless it's a major, major evap leak, which causes a vacuum leak, right. which is going to cause a whole bunch of other stuff too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
But, uh, I mean, you can do spark plugs yourself. They cost around 10 bucks each if you want to, you know, go ahead bucks. and try it yourself. Again, that's more related to domestic, man. Some of yeah. the European and import oh, spark plugs, yeah. you're getting 22 bucks a plug. Well, the average the average goes up to about $331, a including, plug? including labor oh, okay. yeah. to, to have your plugs replaced. Um, then you had just mentioned one. that's a tough one to average out though because different cylinder, how many oh, cylinders? Absolutely, like, but yeah, yeah, the average. Okay, next one you had just mentioned. What's that? Mass airflow sensor. Yeah, mass mass oh. or bad. What, what does the mass airflow sensor do, Dave? It measures the amount of air coming into your engine. That's it. Yeah. Well, and, it's a lot of why. Do. Why does that need to be measured? So the engine can adjust the fuel and uh, air ratio. There you go. Tells how much gas to give her. Exactly. Yeah. So, but they do also do intake temp. A lot of them do two things. Yep. So they're measuring the temperature of the air coming through the engine. Right. Which is a good thing for fuel mixture too. Because yep. colder the air, the more oxygen. So an interesting thing about a bad mass airflow sensor. Yeah. Um, can cost you anywhere between ten oh, to twenty five percent of your fuel economy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Even cleaning them. Some people, like, we've pulled them out and cleaned them. They'll get, like, a little bit of dusting on the little element. Yeah. Don't do it at yourself because you need to use Spresso cleaners for Mass them. They're very, very cleaner? delicate. Yeah, well, electric, yeah, well, they make them, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. There's, don't just use brake clean on them. Oh, Please God, don't. No, no, like, don't no. use anything besides what is made for cleaning math sensors. Please. Yeah. And they can get expensive, too, so you oh, don't yeah. want to screw it up. No. If you think you might be able to go into the shop and have them clean it out for you for... You know, a little bit of labor. Yeah. You're way ahead because even the average part in, and is about four hundred bucks. You know, and they can be quite quite a bit more expensive. Map sensor well. or European? More, I see more map sensor replacement in European vehicles than right. in any other ones. That's actually three point four nine percent of all repairs huh. last year. Uh, ignition coil. Yep. Well, ignition that's coil a is on the list there. Yeah. You know. Um, and that's Audi the, uh, and Volkswagen. <laughs> Welcome to ignition coils. Yeah, and they can get quite expensive as well, too. Yep. Um, yeah, thermostat, as you said. Thermostat, was on yeah. there. Um, which, uh, so your computer thermostat, now. Thermostat, you should al- always, that's also something that should be on a regular preventative maintenance. Depends, plan. though. I mean, like you're, spark plugs. you're good to like one, depending on the car, but I'd say you're good to about 140, 150. Yeah. Uh, most vehicles now are smart enough to know they detect how long it takes to warm up from a certain temperature. Yeah. And if it's not within that parameter, they'll send a check engine light on. Yeah. But you're also looking at about $200 to replace Yeah, the, they're uh, not easy. Depends where they are, but they're, yeah, they're not you easy. Know? They're I not mean, some of them are really item. cheap. You know what I mean? A thermostat exactly. itself is an inexpensive part. Yeah. But it's generally some of the them. labor. BMW right? ones are electric. They're I mean, not they're so cheap. fancy pants, yeah. BMW people. Yeah. Uh, tighten or replace your fuel cap. That is a number one thing. Yeah. And how many people bring their car into the shop where they just needed to tighten a yeah. fuel cap? You yeah. Know? yeah I mean, and if you're doing it yourself, some cars this works with, and, you, and if you go and your, your check engine lights on, right? Yep. And your car's running the same, everything's good. You just fueled it up. That kind of, you know, clicks in your head. I just fueled the car up, check engine lights on. Yep. Go back and just retighten the cap and then cycle your ignition, take it on three drives. Right. That will get rid of that check engine light. You won't necessarily have to bring it into a shop to clear True. on some vehicles. Yeah. yeah. Well, some in the older ones, you just disconnect the battery for you a can, while. But you don't do that anymore. Do not yeah. disconnect your battery on anything new because you will yeah. lose programming and cause yourself a whole bunch of issues. Yeah, which is ridiculous. It is. Because what if you just get a dead battery? It, it, yeah, it happens. Yeah. I know. It's, yeah. it's, it's something that blows my mind, but uh, it definitely does happen. It's just cars that they're, they're programmed to cost you money now. Yep, yep, absolutely. Uh, yeah. uh, the next one on the list, which is sort of a redundancy, is replace the ignition coil and the spark plugs. Yeah. Um, so covered in the last... Which ignition. kind of makes sense, but uh, it's actually... 
you know, regular maintenance thing. Well, the thing is nowadays, though, and it's funny because nowadays, back in the day, you know, you replaced your park plugs every 50,000 or so, right? Yep. Well, now they have these long mileage spark plugs that are good to 168, right. you know. Don't let that go that far. Just Maybe. replace them. Yeah, just it's because it's preventive and maintenance. Just like Barry said, it is part. They will fail at some point. Yep. And it'll be the worst possible scenario. You're on your trip with cars loaded yep. up, and your spark plug is going to fail, and it's going to leave you stranded, and you make sure you don't have a great holiday. Exactly. Take them in, get them done. Yep. No, yeah. I will not disagree with that at all. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially plug. when you got a spark plug and an aluminum head motor for 168,000 k. Yep. Sometimes they don't come out as easy as they mm-hmm. should. I've been there, done that, yeah. seen that. Paid the big bill. Yep. It's yep. like glow plugs, too. Like, glow plugs, the same kind of thing yep. on a diesel. So the number two yep. engine code uh, was the catalytic converter. Oh, yeah. That's yep. a dreaded one. Yeah, that's an expensive that's one. That's a very expensive that's piece. That's usually a $1,000. 1500 yeah. bucks easily. Labor's Why usually, are they so expensive, Because they're made of all expensive things. What do they have in them that's awesome? they got lots of stuff. I mean, I'm not sure. I think there's like platinum in them. Platinum. There's a whole bunch of, yeah, you know. Platinum and They're worth money, too. Oh, yeah. They, even used. Yeah, yeah exactly. Even money. if you're, yeah, they're worth some serious yep. coin. There's a it's, lot of it's, expensive. Catalytic converters work on the same way as a rocket ship engine. Do they? Well, it's a honeycomb and it's a catalytic conversion, and that's what happens in a rocket yeah. ship. Yeah. You know, I mean, and they make rockets out of peanut butter and salami and... You know, all sorts of things. Add some nitrous oxide to it, and that becomes your fuel, and it creates a catalytic conversion. You see the guys with the new jetpacks. If you look online, you always see these little jetpack guys. I mean, they're they're using silver, and, and I believe it's silver and ammonia. And uh, and that's that's the catalytic conversion that actually creates the thrust and everything. So uh, it's just a catalyst, as if you can remember from your high school science class. There is some catalysts happening you know. there, but most time your catalytic converter won't fail unless if it's you've got another problem, the faulty spark plug. You're feeding fuel into the catalytic converter. That's not going to be good for the catalytic. No, converter. like you don't want to. Yeah, when you're running, when you have a misfire and you're running fuel straight fuel into it, it's not going to be good for the catalytic. It's converter. not good for anything, but yeah, but it, definitely it, for the it catalytic will, converter. It will. It's not going to. Like kill it though, nope. unless you drive like four years on it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. they are expensive. I mean, I can remember back when the emission tests started and stuff like that. That was a that was a big problem, and they actually made it a law, and they capped it at I think it was eight hundred dollars was your cap on what you what you had to come up with, and if your repair was more than eight hundred dollars, you didn't have to do it. Yeah, that's true. I because that. everybody yeah, yeah. and their brother was having to replace their catalytic cap, yeah. converters. I remember that, right? Because those five gas analyzers basically told you you had a bad catalytic converter. They usually like they, when they first came out, they were two way cats, so they just got yeah. rid of COs and NOx, turned it into carbon dioxide and yep. water. Yep. Right. And then they started doing a three-way cat to do NOx. NOx is essentially what you create smog out of. Yeah. So now they have three-way cats. But they definitely um, definitely help. They're illegal to take out of a vehicle in Canada. Yeah. So they, like, they're there really? for a reason. Yeah. You cannot pull a cat out of a oh, car. Oh, I knew that. I know. Yeah. But <laughs> we can go on how they're built if you want to know. But there's a whole bunch of different ways they're built. Right. But platinum is the most expensive, probably, part. Oh, I, I, yeah, it's a very expensive part. Yes, sir. Yes. Wait, what do you, ooh. So, uh, number one. Number one. What's number, number one? one? Number Ox- one, I would have Oxygen sensor. Yeah, oxygen sensor. Yep, absolutely the oxygen sensor. Yeah, and oxygen can be costly and not costly. It really depends on the vehicle. 
Right. Yeah, for sure. So oxygen sensors measure the amount of oxygen going through your exhaust system. Right. And it also helps. You have some cars have, if it's a four-cylinder, they'll have two oxygen sensors. If it's a V6, they'll have four oxygen sensors, each for each bank. Right. So they can get expensive. I mean, you got four of those. Some people will replace the pre and post cat. Some right. people don't. So your front oxygen sensor is the one that matters. It's the one that decides your your fuel mixture. Right. The second sensor, um, sensor two, I guess you can call it, post cat sensor, right. determines the efficiency of the the cat. Right. So okay. if they're the same, if they're measuring the same, your cat's not doing it. Not doing to do. nothing. Yeah. So you're gonna get a check engine light. If they're slightly off, then they're gonna be okay. Nice. So, yeah. There's a few. Few little tech tips there, and the average cost is uh, 150. I would think. Well, they called it last year was 249.92. I mean, that would be the oxygen sensor and having it replaced, yeah. right? So you've got labor in there as well. See the newer ones, which I would say pre 2000, they're um, they're heated. Okay. So back in the day, they just you know one wire. They measured yeah. the amount of oxygen. Now they're heated so that they can generate and, and properly read the scale at cold temperatures. Hmm, makes sense. So a lot of times the sensor itself is okay, just that heater circuit goes. Huh. You got to replace the sensor. Wow. They're all internal. Wow, very cool. Yeah, yeah. It says that a, uh, that a bad O2 sensor can result in as much as a 40% oh, reduction sure. in gas mileage. For sure, for but, sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, sometimes, I mean, you know, especially back in the day, you know, mom, a check engine light's been on for a month. Just put a piece of black tape over top of it. And now, <laughs> no look, job. my check engine light's not on anymore. Exactly. You know, but we I, do see though a lot. Like when your car gets older, you're gonna start burning a little bit of oil. Yep. Yeah. They, that oil will clog up your O2 sensor, and it won't be to the point where, you know, you're, you're it won't throw a check engine light on. Mm. But it might be just slight enough that you'll start to notice a fuel, a fuel economy, economy thing, difference. right? And that is one right. way, to, one thing to check out. You can pull them out, have a look if they're covered in, yeah. you know, oil and brown. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Maybe time for a new one. Yeah. No, that uh, absolutely makes Obviously sense. Obviously, if they're completely white, you're burning some coolant. Yep. Or a little lean. But you know, one thing that I'd say, um, after reading these top ten reasons why your check engine light is on, it probably won't come on if you regularly do preventative maintenance. Yeah, I mean, there's it, huge. Most of these yeah. things are, yes. Except for specific. tightening the gas cap. Yeah. I mean, that's. That's just how it is. Just what it is. Yeah. Sometimes we're in a rush, right? Yeah. Oh, I've, I've, I've lost two gas caps off my pickup. Yeah. I don't know why. He it's, didn't know until that check engine light came on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, crap. I need another yeah. gas, you know? But. Uh, oh, some of the cars nowadays don't even have gas caps. I like that. You do? I do like that. Yeah, they're cool systems. They so are until they fail and you can't fill your car up. I, I've never seen one fail. I, I haven't yet fail? either, but they're still pretty new to the market, Well, it's right? kind of just a flap, right? That, you it know, is. The, the little nozzle. But they have the all flap. kind of anti-rollback stuff in them, so yeah. that you can't, if you tip it over, you don't spill gas out of them. There's mm. all these little things. And I just see stuff going wrong. It's like... It probably... I mean, it's a $20 cap compared to like a $400, yeah. you know, but, but gas But coming tank. from a guy, the first time that I lost it... I put it, I've got a stepside truck, right? Yeah. So I just put it right on the step. Because, well, you know, the little cable, that, Perfect. you know, it, it fell off right away. And uh, and I pulled out of the, the fuel station, and I heard it and <laughs> saw it in my mirror go... Onto the road, and I went to go pull over to the side, and I saw the car... Thunk, right over top of it. Oh. And I'm like, ah, I'm just going to go Canadian Tire. No go buy myself no, a damn yeah. gas cap. And make sure you get the right gas cap for your vehicle. Yeah. 
don't like just make sure it is the one for your vehicle because it vehicle. if it doesn't seal right it will put that check engine light on exactly um just make sure you go to a, like a lord co canadian tire yep. napa and make sure you you get the specific cap pep boys pep boys in the states only because yeah. they like to say pep boys that is a cool name how did do you know how they came up with that like they were peppy were they yeah i believe <laughs> i believe they were very like, were they just peppy. sitting around someday and we're like we're really fast let's name the store peppy boys yeah i think like, so really yeah. you could have come up with like something better like zoom Zoom boys, Zoom boys, like Zoom pep boys. boys? Is this yeah, I don't know. Pep boys. There got to be a story awry. They call the pep boys. Yeah, maybe somebody's last name. Maybe they were the peps, and you know. Yeah, I don't know. Peps, peps. Mm. They couldn't call it the Pepsi boys. What other right? shops? <laughs> AutoZone is big in the states, isn't it? AutoZone is pretty much a big one. Yeah. What about Air? Um, there's the other one. That's got a. It's a weird name. So for the Ness. I don't know. It's big. It's big. Well, Summit, but no, mean, Summit's racing. No, yeah. there's like a. It's like a tire place. Sam's. No, it's not Sam's. It's Sid's. a big name. I forget it. I'll figure it out. Philly car fixing people. Yeah, they do that. <laughs> it's not it, where it's it's right on the board. I drove past them. Oh yeah. I don't know where, what it is, but yeah. anyways, there's quite a few. Games. Oh, there's a, there's a ton of them. Yeah. yeah. Which no, in, in Canada we don't have as much. We don't. I mean, as, when I say as much, we don't have that many competing parts stores here. No, we just got a couple of big ones. Yeah, I mean, Lordco is big know. in the West yeah. Coast. No, I don't think you have them at all UAP in Ontario. And Napa. Napa's probably right. the biggest, yeah. yeah. And World Pack is, is pretty globally. But they're but they're but World Pack is it's a wholesaler. Yeah. They're a wholesaler. You're never gonna find a World Pack store to jump in. No. Right. Yeah. Um another thing about uh your your check engine light, most of the time I'm gonna say you'll just pull into a shop, ask them to check your check you read your code so you can diagnose and find yeah. out what it is. You can also look online. There are Certain ways, certain vehicles, you start the vehicle up and it'll flash a certain amount of times that will tell you <laughs> the code. Some old school. Yeah. That's pre nineties, I would think. Some old stuff. No, no, my truck does that. Yours? Yeah. On yours, you can flash it, eh? Yeah, you can flash it so you can get the code. Same yeah. with the airbag. The airbag comes on and flashes so you yeah, can yeah. get the code. Um, I've seen some vehicles that you gotta, you know, do do a click your heels together three times while honking the horn and turning Volvo, left. Volvo used to have this as a thing that you had to put a pin into another pin and it would make it into it. You'd read out right. the codes. It was actually really good. I don't know why. they. I mean, all these cars nowadays all have computers and screens. Because you don't want you to self-diagnose. I know. A lot of them I've seen have now done that, where they do have a diagnosis, you know, uh, which is a nice thing. And most of the big trucks as well, they have that now. See, right? I always... because and, and for people out there listening... When you take your car to a shop and have them scan test your car, and then they charge you fifty nine ninety nine to scan test it, mm-hmm. and you and you can you can literally watch them do it in ten minutes yeah. or five minutes or whatever it, yep. it takes. Yep. Just because it's only taken us that long doesn't mean we don't deserve that fifty nine ninety five. Because the scanner that we use it's costs us ten expensive. grand, right? And it has all the updates, and it can do your everything. Yeah. And you have to constantly pay. Yeah, we pay for updates every every year, every every month. month we pay an update, for, yeah. and it's yeah. not cheap for those updates. Yeah, I mean, it's the price of technology, right? You're yep. paying for the price of technology. And with using most shops within that $599, they will charge, a, they'll diagnose it. So once you get a code, that code doesn't necessarily mean that that's what's wrong with a sensor. Oh, absolutely. So you can get a MAF airflow sensor, like they had mentioned in there, oh. or an O2 sensor code yeah. in there, and it could be a simple vacuum leak. Right, yep. it, it might not be. Oh. It might not be your O2 sensor is gone. It's just it's out of its parameters that's set by the computer, right? Right. So don't assume that just because you get the code is going to be that. There is testing involved. Typically, a shop will read the code, and that code will give them a pathway to choose to how to diagnose that vehicle. 
and they'll just they'll usually test the sensor. Like you get a, an O2 sensor, they'll go in and test it, yep. make sure everything's there that needs to be there, make and that sure takes the voltage time. Range is correct. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, and all our our scanners, they don't just tell you codes. Like you can buy that generic code reader from Lord Co or from wherever. Yeah, costs you fifty bucks. You plug it in, and it gives you a code. Our scanners actually give us data, real-time data, so we can watch the sensors as we drive them. Yeah. There's a little bit more to it than just, just scanning. There's way it. more to it. Yeah. Way, way, way more to it's it. It's not just plug and play, and that's what's wrong with it, and there we go, yeah. right? Yeah, occasionally that might happen. It but does. I mean, obviously. Not yeah. often. No, a heater circuit on O2 sensors, most of the time, it's an O2 sensor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you'll get a misfire. Like right. you said, the misfire codes. Well, it can be a spark plug, a wire, an injector, compression, mm. a valve. You know, there's could be a air main. leak. There could be a lot of different things, so all that code does does is say that it's either running too lean or turning running too right. rich and then it gives you some advice yeah. to go somewhere and, and on the same point too just because we said what the top 10 reasons your check Doesn't engine light is check, on yeah. that does not mean that your that's check your engine reason. light is going to be yeah. one of these things no, no. yeah because that's a, a check engine light won't like won't be an oil related thing most people yeah. see the check engine light on and they mm. check their coolant and they check their oil and then think it's oh, not I'm bad good enough to keep going yeah well that's not yeah. a bad thing really no. either though but no. check engine lights won't set an oil like a low oil light like right. there's usually a low oil light separate or, separate yeah you know an oil change light is separate than no. a check engine light they're getting harder to see too i mean in the old cars you know, if the sun was hitting the dash just right, you could see what all the unused lights are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, or even some of them, you start them up and they all come on so you can look at glance. The reason they did that is so you know that your lights are you all light working. Yeah. Right? But nowadays, you have no idea if it's working or not working or what yeah, it's Yeah, well, we have. Lights. Now, there's some of them have a couple of them, right? Like you have a glow plug light that'll help you diagnose in a diesel. You have yep. the check engine light. You have the maintenance light. Yep. You have inspection lights that come on now on some of the European cars. So there's a lot of yeah. different ones that, that, that and a lot out. of vehicles are going to like a shutdown mode as well some of them do mercedes will mercedes yeah. and some of the some of the cars like we can't even scan with our generic like you could come in with a code i forget what the code is on a mercedes but it'll come in and it's like it says uh, undocumented code that just means you have to go to mercedes you for some unknown reason well. and have their scanner scan it yeah, something they don't want you to know about well, yeah exactly yeah, something bad is going on well not necessarily bad just they want you back at mercedes that's their way of, yeah. of getting you back like and it's mm, literally it makes just, sense yeah most of the time it's more of a routine thing when they're like come back you have yeah. to so maybe you can explain to me even, um, you know, I know like there's the OBD2 or OBDB, OR2D2. No, it's OBD2, and that came in the 2000s, early, or, right. sorry, even 90, I think it was 96, 95, somewhere right. in there. Even earlier, actually. And now they're kind of, now they're standard bus now, right? No, it's, they're all standard. They're all OBD2. They're all now. OBD2 now. Yeah, they kind of made it so that we didn't have to, because pre-OBD2, we'd have to buy a connector for each model. Yeah. So there'd be like a Honda connector. Yeah, and, and I don't understand and a, why they don't use just a USB. Well, now they use, I but. mean, essentially they're going to. I mean, some yeah, of the way. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just, I'm, I bring that up because I'm, I'm, I know that was a, a form of standardization. The OBD2 you know, the, was The programming was different, but the plug and the way yeah. the system works. So you didn't have to buy 30 different plugs yeah. for each vehicle, right? But I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, one day with this Mercedes, you know, these things that you have to take it to the dealership, that maybe they come up with a, a universal, USB. you know, they I mean, not even I mean, just a USB plug, but a, a universal system. You I know, think they'll so still make it, like, on it. I don't think they will. I think they'll make it so they'll make it smaller and better, like a, like a USB port. Yeah. But there'll be something that you have to buy a different adapter to get. It couldn't be just you have I a know, USB cord they won't do it. and plug it's it into your phone, right? On my part. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, but there's got to be somewhere in the world that's 500 miles from a Mercedes dealership. So but essentially, I can't buy a Mercedes? I mean, a USB port to me would make... I mean, nowadays we're programming through that diagnostic port, right? Like we're yeah. do, We do a lot through yeah. that diagnostic port. So yeah, maybe a little faster system would be better. Yeah, something universal. Yeah, yeah, yeah something universal. We'll see in the future. In the future. The future. Well, Spongebob are supposed to be on hoverboards right now and flying in cars, right? If you go by the movies. Self-time. So do you really think that we have the technology now? We just don't know how to mass produce it. There's a a really, really, really good book, and I recommend everybody check this out. There's a guy in New York. He's now quite famous, and and when he wrote this book, he wasn't really. Uh, Michio Kaku is his name. Yeah. No, it's not. Yes, totally. It's Michio Kaku. And he wrote a book. Uh, he He's wrote many books. And he is, um, they call him like the smartest man in New York, but he's one of the smartest people in the world. Sounds like it. Um, you know, he, his, his life story name. is just amazing. He's He saw Einstein's work and as a child, and that became his passion to complete string theory. Oh, wow. Right? But he wrote a book called, uh, I believe it's Physics of the Impossible. Oh, and what he does is he takes everything from the movies oh, yeah, and, and yeah, everything, yeah. And, and he says, okay, so like lightsabers, yeah, yeah. will they be possible? Can we do it now? When will we be able to do it? Or is it even possible? Right? Yeah, and yeah. to look at the stuff that's in there, the biggest thing he talks about is power, right? Because we just don't have the technology for batteries and stuff yeah. yet, for, for 90% of this stuff, like transporters. Yes, it will be possible. We can transport Beam me up, Scotty now. stuff? Yeah. You can, we can actually transport now, today. Yeah. We can transport like an atom. But huh. the amount of power and everything required to actually transport a person would be just obscene. See, they said that about... Plus, in order to be transported in the reality, yeah. you have to die. I don't want to. Well, but you would die here and then be... Reburn? Reassembled there. There. So you could really have That would be the only way that it would be possible. 17 lives. Yeah. Cats have that many lives? Seven. Nine. Seven. Seven. Eight. Nine. They got a few. Nine lives. They got a few. But on the same principle, like apparently they can turn metal into gold now. Like that was the big thing, right? Yeah. Back in the day. Alchemy. Yeah. Yeah. But now they can actually do it. But the cost to power the unit that makes it into gold. It's, isn't worth it. Like yeah. you, 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 it's not going to yeah, equate anything. Right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's crazy. At some point, but he in his book goes through and it explains hoverboards. It explains everything. Will we? Is it possible physically? I see hoverboards to possible. the laws of physics that we that we know right now. You know. Yeah. But you know, like I, I mean, we don't we know nothing in in science. We just no. we know nothing. We don't. You know, I was reading a thing that well, energy. A, we know nothing a, in energy. A particle is the same difference between uh, an atom, or no, the, ah, I don't even remember. See, it was a bad story. It sounded good. It, oh, sound, it started off really, really good. Oh, it was really, really cool. But I, I we, was don't, like, we don't have a, like, we have a problem with energy. Essentially, that's what we do. Oh, yeah, no, huge. I mean, it's, it's like nuclear yeah. reactors, not the way to go anymore. They thought everybody's like, oh, nuclear? Yeah, not so much. Fukushima's kind of yeah, not kind doing work. Yeah, Yeah. But who puts a reactor by an ocean that's known for, like, Well, they tsunamis? have to be by water. I know, but they have to be by water. Yeah. But they don't have to be by the ocean. No. Yeah, it's kind of a bad idea. Yeah. Where, where yeah. there's a known tsunami issue, yeah. like whoever said, go ahead and build that. Yeah. Maybe. It's a bad idea. Yeah, bad. Yeah. Bad. Yeah, nuclear power is good. I mean, but 
the fallout, no pun intended, is, is bad. Very bad. I'm sure it outweighs very, the very good. Very, very bad. Look at Chernobyl. I mean, oh, you know, we don't yeah. have to go very far, right? No, luckily we live in a big earth. Yeah. Man, science, they got to figure some stuff out. They do. You know, same as the electric car. It's really great. All the Teslas and all this crap. Yeah, great. It's really great. But we don't Speaking have the Tesla. science figured out yet. Did you hear about that thing in Tesla in Canada? That the guy, one of the guys that worked for the Environmental Protection Agency or Canada, Canada's or whatever, yeah. he worked for some, he worked in some form of whether it was Ministry of Transportation or it was yeah, in yeah. the environmental aspect of it. He was an MLA. Okay, what about him? He passed that you can now... Back in the day, it was three thousand. If you went to buy an electric car, you got three thousand dollars, right? right? Towards it, you know, the government would give you three thousand dollars. Thanks for being credit, environmentally yeah. friendly, right? Tax blah, blah, rebate. Blah. Or well, he has now upped it to fourteen grand. Nice. And it all goes. And so, if you buy an electric car, you can have a grant from three thousand to fourteen grand, depending on what were the things that they were like doing. Like the value of the car. No, not the value of the car. The number, like the battery capacity, right, gives you more okay. money, and the number of people you can carry. That's how they decided to to give that thing out. Okay. So if you have great battery power and you can carry lots of people, you get fourteen grand. Wow. But if you're a small car, you only get like three. So if you're even though it's electric, if you're still more efficient being yeah. a very small car, yeah. like a smart exactly. electric, it makes no you get sense. Screwed. But it does make sense when you tell you the guy just quit his job and went to work for Tesla. Oh, go figure. The most expensive electric car out there. Yeah. Like that Amazing. I'm sure he got a job for a reason. I think so. Yeah, why not? Corruption in government. Yeah, Funny you that. think a little bit? Maybe? Yeah. Maybe kind of Maybe he didn't. Of. Honestly, maybe he didn't know that he was going to go work for Tesla. But maybe he did. Who knows? Well, I mean, maybe he just started doing this thing and made the push, and Tesla was like, hey, thanks. You want a job? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Right? I mean, anything's possible. Uh, sure, sure, yeah, sure. Anything's possible. But it is the government. A little is. ironic, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. But hmm. I just think they should be given... People that, I mean, I think that they should have, if your car meets a certain fuel mileage, you should get a discounted rate. Yeah, I would agree. I, I don't believe, I mean, I'm, I'm not a big fan of the electric car. So you did in England. Right. Like if you bought a diesel, you got a, you got a better deal. You if got you a bought better a, deal. Yeah, because yeah. it was cheaper diesel, on fuel. Yeah, cheaper on fuel, better for the world. Yeah. Better for the world. But then in Canada, right. in, the, in, in, uh, in America, we're like, ah, no, diesel's bad. Yeah, well, they right? got it all wrong. I guess so. Yeah, no, we got it it all wrong. That was the big difference between, like I was trying to read today about the difference between the EU and the US as far as their regulations on cars that pollute. Yeah. And apparently, this is what I read, is the EU focuses on CO2 and CO. So essentially what that means to you guys is fuel economy. Yeah. Because fuel costs so much in Europe, they put the environmental aspect of it on the fuel efficiency. Right. Which to me is... Makes sense, right? Makes logical sense. Well, you burn less fuel, you're going to be better for the environment. More efficient, you're burning less fuel. Here in the states in Canada, we put everything on NOx, so smog. Yeah, thanks, thanks, California. Yeah, it's like like Europe. To me, it makes no sense because Europe is way more populated than Canada. Yeah, exactly. And they only care about fuel efficiency. Yeah. Here, we're like, you know, well, LA and San Francisco are kind of nestled in these very bad areas for aeration and ventilation. I get, but that's one state in a huge. And country. I will tell you too, it's disgusting. When you drive over the mountain oh, yeah? coming into coming into Los Angeles and you just see it's brown. Everything is brown. But that's population it's density disgusting. too, though, right? Disgusting. Well, it's also the their, their climate, their yeah. microclimate there that yeah, kind of yeah. holds all the smog in instead of spreading it about and stuff like that. But and here in Canada, we're spread out so far that we're like I've I never seen a smoggy yeah. day. No. 
You know, like no, it's very, just, very, so very we, rarely. Our government wants to fix on something that means nothing to means Canadians, nothing to Canadians, but everything to people in Europe. Yeah, it is kind of stupid. Because obviously no they're not what. having a smog problem in London, right? Like, no. wow. I mean, I'm sure they get smog everywhere, but you know what I mean, though, yeah. right? Like, they care more yeah. about. But London does things. I mean, they do some crazy things that I've seen, like the congestion tax that when you drive into the city, you have to pay. Yeah, London, you got to pay the thing. Yeah. Like it's, which to me is kind of funny. So now don't talk on your cell phone while driving and less if you're paying us. I don't know how that works. I don't think you, I don't think they, I, I don't think do anymore. That. Well, I've seen like, you know, TV things and stuff like yeah. that where people are actually driving and using their hands free to call in to pay the congestion how, tax. I forget, how, I forget how they did that. I don't know if it just picks up your license plates like it does on the toll bridge yeah. and sends you a bill. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a Top a, Gear did a thing when they yeah. raced, they raced through London. It was, uh, they had um, uh, Clarkson had a yeah. boat. Um, uh, Hammond was on a bicycle. May was driving a uh, Mercedes SUV. Yeah. And the Stig was taking public transportation. And who could get across London and faster? Who could get across London faster? Yeah, it was a really cool who episode. Won? Um, I, I don't remember. I would think and public I transportation. Think, is, no, I think the boat actually won. Oh, yeah, went down yeah, the Yeah, I times. think the boat, yeah, went down the Thames, Thames River. And yeah, I Mater. think he might have won. And then I think it was. The, the bicycle after that, and then, and you know, James May's an idiot, and he probably got lost, so he was probably last. I'm sure the Stig probably, <laughs> probably beat him. I'm not right? sure. But it was it was a good episode anyways. Yeah. I, you know? Yeah. It's crazy what happened in London yesterday, eh? Yeah. You know what? I am, I'm a little, and I haven't heard anything, and I no, kind of kept really turning, I kept turning the, the radio on today to get an update um, instantly. Instantly, it was a terrorist attack. I'm not even sure. Like nobody said it has been yet. It was a. I first of all, I I mean, I don't want to sound racist, but was it a white guy? I'm not sure. They never said Indian. Was it a? No, I I mean, that to me is the first thing they should say, right? If they're calling it a terrorist attack, did they call it a terrorist attack? Well, I yeah, they did. Oh, all over the news, terror attack. See, they label it right away. They don't know it could have been just some dude mad. I'm just well, it was, it was, and his weapon was a knife. Was was a a well, I've heard anywhere from a Mercedes to a Hyundai, but it was a car, yeah, whatever, and a kitchen knife. Yeah, that's crazy. That's not terrorist. No, that's, I'm pretty that's, not, that's just if a mad that's person. Terrorism. Guess what, world? Stop worrying about terrorism because it's really no problem. But the thing is, is they, you they know, but in the, they have the strictest gun laws. Yeah, in the Europe. like well, the cops the cop don't even the, yeah. cop, the cop that died was unarmed. Yeah, they so don't carry now cops. They're saying, well, which now is weird maybe we though. Start arming the police because in the House of Commons they do have armed guards. Like yeah. there's guys. The, well, the with, armed guards came out of the House of Commons oh, and, and they're the House of Parliament, and they're the ones that actually shot. The but guy. they haven't really said what the dude was. Like, how do you? No, know? they haven't said. But you know what? I was listening in the, in the CBC. If you're listening, CBC, you did a horrible job on this. <laughs> you do a lot of your reporting is horrible. So. They had this this lady that called in, and the, the reporter was saying, so so how is this going to change your life? How are things going to be different now, you know, with your commute to work? Are you going to take extra precautions? Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm just going to take the same route to work, and, and you know, it kind of sucks that it happened, but even by the afternoon, the traffic was the same, and, you know, we heard a couple helicopters, I think, but... You know, that was it. Well, it must have been just terrifying, and this is such a terrorist thing. And oh, I'm like, 
just leave it alone. Like you're talking to a person that's right there. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, that really sucked. But, uh, you know, I got to get to work. <laughs> it's not a big deal there. Well, don't. England's don't. been dealing with terrorists for like how long? I mean, they're it's, yeah. real terrorism. Real yeah, terrorism. Real terrorism. And this, yeah. this, uh, to well, me, and that's what I love about like anytime there's a terrorist attack in the States or in Canada, it's like, we got to strengthen these gun rules yeah. and all this stuff. No, because people can get into cars exactly. and drive them into yeah, people. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Like, you're not going to stop it. Stop bombing their houses. That'll yeah. stop them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? like, yeah, stop, yeah, stop sending nukes and. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be no problem. Anyways. I was just. I mean, sad, it's really, it's sad. It's really sad. Really sad for that guy's family. Were injured, yeah. the people that died, yeah. the, the Unnecessary. whole thing, and and you know, and 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 the one person said on the radio, they were like, "Well, we don't even know if this was just a mentally imbalanced person." Okay, hold on a second. The dude drove a car into a crowd of people and then plunged a kitchen knife several times into a policeman. He must have been completely sane. Yeah, he was all, yeah, he was all, he was he lost his marbles. Exactly. And yeah. yeah maybe it was. Yeah, oh, Jesus. Well, hopefully they get it all figured out and it uh it's not a terrorist thing and it's just uh yeah, like you I said a guy not, yeah. that was just having a bad day. Yeah, they said they had a, I heard something about they had a couple of raids on places and stuff but yeah. uh, No, no confusion. Know. Well, and and I I mean you can't blame them the government for assuming maybe it's terrorism because you know they get threats all the time and no we're just you know, programmed to believe that now yeah you know, and what like they said too is they're they're not wondering if they're just wondering when yeah right is is and that's well, what a what a crappy place we live in that, no, I know. you know have to deal with that stuff but yeah. so what else you got on your agenda there Dave? I, just, I got some I got some cool little speaking of high birds high birds high birds hybrids. once again do you want wings I want wings. <laughs> No, all birds are kind of high up in the air. Anyway, oh, yeah. Anyways, high br- birds. Except for an ostrich. Birds. An anyway. ostrich high up in the air goes splat. So I've been reading about, I loved, I used to love the old RX-7s, right? Like, come on, who oh, didn't yeah, love yeah, them? And then when the X-Men yeah. came out with that new body one, yeah, yeah, that's you know, that cool, was pretty yeah. cool. But they quite scrapped, a performing machine. They scrapped them, though. Yeah. They just scrapped them. But now, I guess Mazda has pulled out of the patent office or whatever yeah. a rotary engine for a hybrid, which to me makes a lot of sense. The yeah. rotary engine spins. I mean, have anybody that knows how to rotary engine make? They don't have cylinders. Well, they do have cylinders, so, but they're not a round cylinder. cylinder. Well, they have three cylinders, or yeah. depends on what size you get. But they're, there's no up and down to them. They're just they're rotational. Yeah. So an electric engine that makes quite, and they make some big power out of little CC. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So, so well, the, know, the original RX sevens were what, what one point threes or something. Yeah, they're like tiny, that? tiny. Yeah, yeah. But tiny they compare to like engines. a two point five liter. Like yep. they, uh, they don't. They're not great on fuel. The older ones, but the yep. new ones, I'm yeah. sure they are. Yeah. But that in they also conjoined spin very fast. Yeah. Well, exactly. You yeah. have no leg. It, it's kind of a neat system, and I can see that really working. There's no valves in yeah. a rotary engine. Yep. It's just there's just opening and closing as that. Yep. We as can get into around. it. Yeah, we can get into it. But I thought that was really cool. I wonder. If yeah, that is cool. I I think that the the Wankel engine. It must have been, well, that's the rotary engine designed by Wankel, right? And I think that part of the failure of the Wankel or rotary engine must have been something like the Betamax. I'm not sure. I mean, the Sony Betamax was Sony and Zenith that made the Betamax. I don't know what the Betamax the is. VCRs. Oh. Remember, they had the VHS no. or I Beta. Don't, I don't remember the that. Beta was Beta is better. Beta was better. Okay. It, had a, it was a smaller tape. The quality was better. The picture quality was better. Everything was better about it. Okay. But they patented it and said, no, you cannot make Betamax. Huh. So every other company in the world, one other guy, I don't even know, Sharp or who knows, yeah. went and made the VHS. That's a little bit bigger and it works a little bit differently. 
but it's still pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah. Especially we all just had standard definition TVs yeah, yeah. and stuff, right? So that killed the Betamax. Huh? Oh, the rental industry probably killed the Betamax because the rental stores, they had to get everything in stock in, in VHS or in beta. Yeah, yeah. Well, eventually enough time passed where everybody had VHSs instead of Betamaxes. So that so I'm wondering if there was a patent situation with the Wankel. No, I think that it was Mazda just a, picked it up. I mean, I, nobody else thing. made Wankel things. It's a compression. They, they're not. They they they. As far as I know, the older ones had a compression issue. They um, because they they're really tough to seal the combustion chamber just because right. they're they wear out fast. They don't have longevity, is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Compared to a standard, you know, four cylinder, six cylinder engine, right? Yeah. But they do make great power. They make awesome power. Yeah, they're not too bad to work on. I've done a few of them, but yeah, they're neat. I like them. Yeah, but yeah, with that up to electric motor that yeah. makes a lot of sense to me. The the Wankel, it's U.S. patent five three zero five seven two one. The U.S. patent. And it is a it is a patent. I mean, the 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 rotary engine was patented, so which meant that uh, um, you know you Mazda filed it. Now Mazda filed for a new style rotary engine. So there's a patent thing. It's the Betamax. We'll see. Nobody yeah. else. They, like, why did a hundred other car companies not make a rotary? Yeah. Because they had to pay for the patent. Maybe, yeah, right? yeah. And that's probably what killed it. Because I love the rotary engines. Yeah. And I think there was if everybody com- else had their re- R&D money going into the Wankel engine, it might be way cooler. I mean, the new Mazda engine is way cool. I knew a guy in Toronto. I knew of a guy in Toronto. He was a young kid, like 18 years old. And he had built a, a, a Mazda rotary engine uh, along the same lines as what, I guess, Mazda built this prototype for formula one racing or something and uh and this guy actually built this engine himself in his own garage and it made ungodly like thousand plus horsepower oh, they make and would run power, forever man. and you know but the, it was le mans it was a mazda prototype le mans engine is what it was and this guy built it they apparently he had it in a volkswagen uh they, they've been around for a long time, man. And Wankel's been around for quite a quite a long time. They were in planes, in in yep. in motorcycles. I always thought there was somebody else. I thought Toyota might have made one at one point. I don't remember a Toyota rotary engine. No, I don't. I just mm-hmm. I, I remember somebody else had made them and it didn't work out. Hmm. I think I could be totally yeah, hundred percent wrong. Yeah. But it's uh, yeah, I just put in Mazda Mazda Wankel, or I just put in Wankel engine patent. And yeah, there was patents. There's patents all over the so place. So the first one was 1889. Yeah. So that's like they're starting that early, man. Yeah. Like yeah. They were all yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. But it's they they're awesome. a neat engine. I mean, they they run the whole scenario of them is, you know, it's a cir- circular motor. You know, yeah. it, it just it works. But yep. they had issues with that whole trying to uh, to keep that engine sealed for a long period of time. Yeah, that was always a problem. But Mazda's definitely the one that knew has done the most with that yeah, motor. Without a doubt. Yeah, we'll have to do some research on the Wankel and find out where, why, when, how. Yeah. You know, all of that stuff. And uh, maybe do a segment. Some interesting I think thing. they made them mostly for planes and stuff like that, but just because there's such a small engine right. producing such a big horsepower. Right. So they they fit in almost anything, right? But well, I don't but but a but a the I don't know about the airplanes. I I'd have to look and see. I mean, they do rotary engines in airplanes, but they're not they're not a rotor. They're they're a, uh, no, there's a radial. Right 
there's you know? considered a it's it's a considered rotary engine, but no, see, but that's that's just kind of that's pistons that go up and down. No, that's not that. That's just the way they. That's just the design. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's a rotary. They use them in planes, but they don't have the triangular piston inside. It's a crankshaft right in the middle, and pistons that go up and down. Yeah, I don't, right. Yeah, that's yeah, not. Yeah, a, yeah. It's not no, a. No, wankle. It's, you're right. it's not a wankle engine. It's not right? necessarily a wankle. Yeah. It's not a rotary. It's a radial. Radial. Yeah, that's what it is. I think the the Mazas are rotaries, and those are radial engines. I think these. I mean, are, they're the most common, and they'd use them in cars. If you know, but the pistons going down, it just take up too much space. Right? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they do have some. I mean, Jay Leno's got that bad boy. It's got a, a, a radial engine in it with the Rolls Royce Merlin engine yeah, with super like cool, eh? you know, six thousand horsepower or whatever. That thing's just yeah. unbelievably awesome. There we go. You're right. Right. They did use them in motorcycles though. Yeah, I can imagine. It's a nice tiny little engine. It make stupid power in a motorcycle. Oh, they do. They, uh, yeah. But I don't know how like. What did they manufacture them or just try? I think Remember, tried. BM- Alfa Romeo apparently tried. Oh, really? That makes sense. That can make sense. Yeah. And the, and the yeah all Alphas of them, are awesome, but all of them actually suck. tried, but yeah, nothing. Nobody could get yeah. it to get it to work. We got right? a, we got Alfa Romeo, American Motors, Citroen, Ford, General Motors, Mazda, Mercedes Benz, Nissan, hmm. Porsche, Rolls, Suzuki, and Toyota. I thought Toyota. I yeah. tried to. Well, we'll yeah. have to we'll have to look at it when we have time to sit down and research it and find out who did actually what with them because the terminology and you know with the wankle versus rotary I don't know if there's a difference with that. Apparently, Audi had one. Wow, that's pretty cool. Anyways, we'll we'll we'll, yeah. we'll go back to it at some point. We'll get to it. Yeah, they're a cool little motor. We'll maybe give you a bit of a brief uh, description on how they work. Yeah, yeah, and then I I was looking up uh, Mustangs. So like the new old new not new GT yeah. the Shelby GT three fifty right now yeah which is essentially Ford sold as a track car like right. you can take this thing to the track and yeah. you're gonna kill everybody it had it has a five point two liter V eight four hundred twenty six horsepower yep and you can rev the, it up to eight thousand two hundred fifty RPM it's pretty high. that is pretty cool yeah. but it only lasts ten minutes and the <laughs> transmission and the differential overheat. <laughs> so that's in the 2016 model. Well, cool. 2017 Ford fixed that issue, okay. but they won't charge. They are asking the people to pay for that upgrade in this 2016. So you're still making payments on mm. this car, right? Yeah. At whatever 60 grand they're oh. worth. Oh, I think they're closer to 80, 85. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, yeah, amazing car. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. You should be able to go around a, a track. Yeah. Without and with like yeah. without it having an issue. Yeah. Have an issue. Ford won't take credit. I mean, I think that's just that's, crazy. That's crazy. Now you're pissing off. You're pissing off the people. Like whoever bought that car loves Fords, right? You, the Clearly. normal guy doesn't go out and buy a GT350, right? Yeah, no. No Shelby GT. Nobody no. Does. no. So now you're pissing off the guys that are like, like core Ford guys. To yeah. me, it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make any sense at all. I think it's stupid. Anyways. You know the uh, remember the the Taurus SHO. Yeah, yeah. Still, still one of my yeah. favorite. Cars, you know, that was the first right? time I caw this car was in that movie Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Oh yeah, yeah. He, did yeah, you, you yeah, got yeah, a green yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. oh, what is that? And yeah. then it was like a Ford. Didn't it's even look like Ford one. Taurus SHO. Yeah, I had an that. engine that was built by I think it was Mercury. What is either Mercury or I'm Yamaha? Sure. It was sure. one of the two. Um, but it, it ripped, and they had it redlined. I think at like sixty five hundred or seven thousand RPM oh, wow. or seventy five hundred. The actual engine red line was 11,000 RPM, but the car, the Taurus, would fall apart instantly <laughs> would shake apart. A, because of the vibrations. Yeah, yeah. So that's why they limited it down. I think it might have been up as high as 8,500 RPM. You have to have some big engine. But it was, uh, it was, I mean, that thing was a beast, man. That thing was just awesome. <laughs> 
know? Yeah. But yeah, it was 11,000 RPM redline in that thing. It just put out ungodly power. Right, cool cars, you know? man. I mean, I would, like, to me, I I love, like, I'm not a Ford guy by no, any means. Really? But a Shelby GT350, that's a cool car to that's a cool anybody, car. man. Yeah. To that's anybody a, that's that likes cool car. cars, that's a cool car. Yeah. I means, yeah, I mean, crazy. Yeah, they're, you know, they're, I mean, you know, like, you compare the, that, that car is being compared with, like, a BMW M3. No, I take, it's, yeah. It's half the price. Yeah. It's half the price of the M3. Yeah, the M3 will probably run circles around it. You think but, so? Oh, yeah. On a track? Oh, I, I don't think know, so, man. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. They oh, rip, and M3, they, they rip. They're crazy. Well, they're going to handle all. way better than the Mustang. It's, again, it doesn't, right? yeah. It's all pre- preference at that point. They're all good at that point, aren't they? Yeah. Like, they're I all so. amazing cars. No doubt. So, have you heard about, I was just reading an article the other day about Uber. I, don't, I never even knew what Uber was. We don't have yeah. Uber in, in, in Vancouver. And no, yeah, yeah. Do we? Yeah. We do have yeah. Uber here? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. So the big thing, the big people who are fighting Uber is the taxi cab companies, right? No. Yeah. And I didn't really understand how it all worked. So apparently, okay. can you like just clarify that I'm on the right path yeah. here with me, Bear? Yeah. So n- normal people can apply to be, like me and you could apply to be Uber drivers. Everybody and their brother can. Yeah. So correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. I could be totally wrong. So anybody can be an Uber driver, right? Like as long as you apply to Uber. I believe so. Yep. And then they just call you up and you can go give people rides, yeah. right? Yeah. They don't care how safe your car is. Your car doesn't need to be inspected, blah, blah, Not blah. Not that right? I know of. No, no, I don't know that either. No. So, But it is based on a, uh, a review system. So they do have, like, so how, I don't know. I never really. If you at, get into an Uber, you, you use the Uber app to yeah. get your Uber car. Okay. And then you take your ride. And then you review the Uber driver. Okay, so they. Have so if you're t- getting inside of a piece of junk car, well, you just click the "this is a piece of junk car" button okay. and don't take this guy, so you won't get any business. So Uber is fighting right now with Canada because Uber doesn't want to be classed as a taxi. Right. Because if you're a taxi, you have to pay a, tra- a transportation tax, right? Yes. Which is a GST tax, which Uber doesn't have to. More than that, though, you have to pay a taxi license. Yeah, which, which I think Uber should be- have to. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. I know, but they should, if they're competing in that market, it should be a fair playing field, right? Like, they shouldn't, <laughs> I think they should have to get taxed the same as a transportation company. Yeah. Right? Like, well, but they the, are a transportation I think, company. I think part of it comes from. I think from, they've been getting away with it. In the, in the States, especially, like, you know, like Vegas. I mean, to try and stand on the side of the road and hail a cab in Vegas. You, you can't. You're not allowed to. You really? They're not allowed to stop and pick you up. What do you? you, you yeah, you have to go to like a hotel. Where the taxis have a deal with the hotel, huh? So that you can take a cab from there. So you can do what we did. But if you're standing out on the street Monday night, we can't just flag a taxi cab down. Oh no, 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 no! They're not allowed. They'll huh? just drive right by. Hi. So like, every, I'm like you know, fingering them because I'm like, what are you yeah, doing? Well, there's an extra reason why, right? They, they cannot. Yeah. And I know others, other cities and stuff like so that. So is that, that like is a ridiculous. state thing? And a New York thing? City. I I don't know. But I bet you it's probably about a million dollars for the little plaque that goes on your taxi. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a right? big business, right? So it's but it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It, it just it's stupid. It doesn't make any sense, and especially some places these rules that they have, you know. But if you're essentially so, doing the same thing as another person, well, you should be on the same playing field, right? You should like, be, but it's a rideshare. I know, but it's right. you're still it's a rideshare, and I'm sure yeah. like they've gotten away with it now. But you're performing the same service as a taxi company. Well, mostly, yeah, I right. Think like so. you're taking yeah. somebody from here to there, right? Yep. So they should be taxed the same as a taxi. That's an unfair yeah. advantage to Uber drivers, yeah. right? And that needs to be justified. Well, they're going to fight Uber, it. Yeah. Originally, the Uber driver thing though is 
this is something you can do in your part time. Yeah, I get it. You know what I mean? Because it's not going to pay you enough, and blah 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 blah. So, I mean, I don't know. I but just up the rate a bit then, and then make it fair to compete with taxi cabs. Well, you can't up the rate because now you got to issue people Uber licenses. So is there like a so then just become a cab driver? Yeah, I mean, if well, that's, that's something it. you want to do, it. right? That's, maybe that company's going to yeah. have to deal with that. But right? I bet you there are some cab drivers that are running Ubers. Maybe. Because taxi, like, so if you have a taxi, you can't, and then you've got another car, and it's really busy, yeah. and you need, they people need rides. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it doesn't matter that you're not providing the customer service. I mean, we could use Uber here you in know. Squamish, because yeah. you can't get a cab anywhere. You can't get Squamish. a cab anywhere. So... There you go. So you're going to have a problem getting an Uber here. But I would assume that they should still be taxed the same as any other transportation company. But it's more than just the tax, though. Was it's, it? It's, it's, well, yeah. I mean, it's... Well, see, I have a problem with the insurance is where my only problem well, so would be. With cut? me getting inside of an Uber, they don't have any special insurance. And I would like to think that the taxi has quite a big liability well, policy. So, so if something hurt, happens, yeah, yeah. if oh. I get hurt, I'm suing the crap out of them. If I get hurt in an Uber, I think I'm just kind of. Well, does insurance companies well. need to know if you're an Uber driver? Like when you go into no, the ICBC nowadays, do you say, oh, I do Uber drive? Because that essentially your rate should go mm, up. I don't know. Right? Because you're not yeah. just tuned from blah, blah, blah. Right? Oh, I don't know how exactly legal it is here yet. See, that's what I think is the problem is, is they're here now, but they have, it's like legalizing weed. They haven't actually figured out how they're actually going to deal with it. it yeah. And Which right now so it's gravy. It's so easy, but right now it's gravy, right? Yeah, they can yeah, do whatever yeah. they want. Cause there's no regulations on no, it, but there's going to be regulations. Yeah, I don't know much about the Uber, but like you can't I mean, go buy a suburban in Squamish, right. Yeah. And start taking people from Vancouver to, to Whistler. You need to apply to a license to do that. And they only yeah. give out so many licenses per city, whatever the city yeah. wants to license. Which is, which is where the problem is. Yeah. Because if if I went out and bought a Suburban, is there enough people for me to drive them down to the yeah. city? Yeah. Yeah, damn skippy. So why are you going to make me jump through hoops? Because People want... need it. Yeah. Just get it done. Regulated. You know? Yeah. It's our life, Barry. Regulations. Oh, government, government, government. Yeah. You know? I kind of like the Uber because to me it doesn't make any sense. Have you done it's an Uber? the first time. No, I've never been in an Uber. No, um, but the very first you should do a show well, on the only time Uber. I really is like Vegas, you know what I mean, where I'd get an Uber, but I take limos and and stuff like that because because well because I'm fancy. You like take that. limos? Yeah, yeah, That's absolutely. Limos are basically the same price as cabs in Vegas. It could be right. Oh no, no, they are. I, don't I mean, know. I don't know. I never they, you always when you get to a hotel and you sit outside and you look and there's the whole taxi stand line and there's people waiting to jump inside of the taxis, you know. So you got to kind of wait in the yeah. lineup right there and then you see the limo guys are over here. Just walk up to the one of the limo guys. I mean, to get from point A to point B in a taxi is going to be like 30 bucks. And the limo guy will do it for 30 bucks. Yeah, I guess it's better than You know what I mean? So, and the, I mean, I'm usually talking about like Maybox and BMW yeah, yeah. 7 Series and, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah, it's usually about the same price. And how much cooler is it to show up in a in a BMW 750IL than it is to show up in a... Yellow taxi cab? a crappy Toyota <laughs> Prius. No doubt. Ugh. No doubt. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. I think thing. Uber's uh, kind of cool. I mean, you know, it's all, like it's all up against the system, right? And it kind of makes sense. And the, I think the part it started, it was school school kids and stuff trying to make an extra buck to pay their tuition and school books and stuff. So power to them, right? You know, How but... How much do they think they make, though? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's supposed to be way cheaper than a cab. That's the whole thing about it, right? But, like, we, we took so, a cab on Monday night. 
Yeah. It's like six bucks. Well, to get, we also like, took a cab like three blocks. Right? I know, but still, you like, know. You know. Oh yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm, I. You know, I don't understand it. We can research Wankles and Ubers. Ubers and Wankles. <laughs> that's good. We're gonna that's have our the next Uber episode. Wankle show. Yeah, yeah. We kind of covered a lot today, though. And this week on Uber Wankle. <laughs> that's a good. That I like that. That is pretty good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. We did. We did cover a few today. I yeah, we covered a few things. I mean, in, in enlighten people about your check engine lights. That's, yeah, it's uh, always good to do. Yeah, you know, I think we got to do a noise. I want to do a noise episode. Can, can, so we gotta have to start making sound. Yeah, effects. no, no, seriously. <laughs> I drive my car, and every day I go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it has to yeah. be. It's he, weird because the only time it does it is when my wife's in the car. I drive it all day, no problem. She gets in and. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be amazed of the people's. <laughs> like there should be a, a dictionary or a whatever just on the sounds oh, yeah, yeah, of, yeah, of yeah, people's yeah, cars yeah. that they yeah, make. It's squeezing and it's there's making like screeches. Click, 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 click sound. <laughs> then there's like a whirring sound. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's funny. Sorry, that means you're driving a Prius. Yeah, exactly. So you, we need to know, like, as a mechanic, I'm going to help you guys come up with sounds to tell the technician. That's our next show. We are going to come up with sounds for the technician. How to name the sounds your car Exactly, because it helps. Because if uh, How to name the clunk and the funk and the bunk. Exactly. There's different clunks and different thunks, right? Yeah. Like, you got to know how to tell your parts. So we're yeah. going to help you with that next episode. Yeah, like a mobster gonna... in your trunk sounds different than a wheel bearing. It does. It does. It does. It does. And turning up your music isn't an answer. It will not fix the problem. It does. It it kind of... Yeah, well, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. There's No, no it doesn't. It, no. It, it fixes your problem with the sound by not hearing the sound. So what you're saying, but it doesn't if fix, a tree falls in the woods and no one's there, it is still making a sound. It does, yeah. I don't think it does. The birds hear it. But no one was there to hear it. But the, the birds, birds are were. somebody. Birds are somebody's day. But they were they they were there, the chipmunks, the moose, like yeah. they all heard it. Did they? I think so. Uh-huh. I never asked one. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thank you we for everyone. Go, go squirrel catching later <laughs> yeah. today to And then we'll have to hook up a mic and stuff to them and see if they actually heard a tree fall. Yeah. Maybe. Defunk. Defunk. Cool. Sounds like a plan. Well, to the next episode, guys. It's been fun, folks. It's we hope you learned fun. something, and we hope you giggled at least once. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. And Thanks keep listening. For listening. Keep and listening. We will talk to you soon. See you later, guys. Peace. We still need to come up with a a, a tagline and, and a show ender. Yeah, we don't have an ender. You know, yet. like the peace, love, kumbaya of yeah. stupid about cars. Well, we should, we should, you should get one. I should get one. This yeah. Is Dave. Do. We're out. <laughs> <laughs> Something. We'll work on that one. Yeah, yeah. For now, we need something. Bye. Bye.